Welcome to the Byman's Good Divorce Week podcast with me, Melissa Arnold, and my colleague, Maeve Lucy. This podcast series will discuss and hopefully clarify some issues facing anyone who might be contemplating a separation or divorce at what is undeniably a time of great financial and economic flux. And also during which the family justice system is facing greater pressure than at any time in its existence. In episode one, we will be talking about Good Divorce Week, ADR, and the importance of this annual campaign spearheaded by resolution. I'm Melissa Arnold, a partner in the family matrimonial team at Bymans and a resolution trained mediator. I specialise in divorce, relationship breakdown, and the arrangements which might need to be made for your finances and your children following a separation. And I'm Maeve Lucy, a solicitor in the team specialising in the same areas of law as Melissa. We're going to be presenting a short series of podcasts to draw attention to a cause very close to our hearts, given the work we do, Good Divorce Week. Our first podcast this week looks at what Good Divorce Week is, the intentions behind it, and what we are hoping the campaign might change. Maeve, can you tell us a little bit more about Good Divorce Week's history? Of course. Good Divorce Week was devised by Resolution, an association of family law professionals in England and Wales. Resolution's overall aim is to reduce conflict and acrimony in family breakdown. All members of our family team here at Bindman's are members of Resolution and subscribe to its code of practice. Absolutely, we all are members. And the code of practice focuses on the approach we take to the work we do. This means Resolution members will, amongst other things, aim to reduce and manage any conflict, support and encourage families to put the interests of any children first, and help clients understand and manage the potential long-term financial and emotional consequences of the decisions they might need to make. Every year during Good Divorce Week, Resolution highlights a particular issue facing the family justice system to create a storm of attention around that one thing. This year, Resolution's aim is to draw attention to the significant delays in the family justice system. Overstretched family courts are facing enormous backlogs, both in terms of dealing with listings and administrative tasks. Despite the best efforts of court staff, families are frequently left waiting long periods of time to sort out arrangements for their children and their finances. Resolution wants families to understand that court litigation isn't the only way to resolve disagreements and wants them to be aware of the other options available to them, such as ADR. So, Melissa, what is ADR? ADR stands for Alternative Dispute Resolution. It is also sometimes known as non-court dispute resolution, and there are several possible methods of resolving issues without going to court. These include mediation, which is a flexible, voluntary and confidential process. It involves one neutral, appropriately trained and qualified third party assisting you to try and reach a negotiated settlement. Couples attend mediation together. And if you do arrive at an agreement, this can be converted into a court order, but you will not necessarily need to go to court and a judge can actually approve the agreement on paper. Mediation is one of the most cost-effective and least contentious ways of trying to resolve issues facing separating or divorcing couples. Most commonly, these are for financial arrangements and any decisions which need to be made about children. Mediation should give you much more control of the decisions which need to be made for your family. A second form of ADR is collaborative law. Again, this process is voluntary and confidential. It involves the parties to a dispute, each instructing collaboratively trained solicitors or collaborative lawyers. 
the parties and their lawyers must sign a participation agreement committing all of them to resolve the dispute without involving the court. This is done via a series of meetings. There's also another method of ADR called arbitration. This offers a forum in which a couple can appoint a qualified person to adjudicate over their dispute, utilising a speedier process in private, which can often be very cost effective overall. It takes place in a less formal setting, like a barrister's chambers or perhaps a solicitor's office. And the final and binding nature of an arbitral award, as noted in case law, also makes it an attractive option. The award is generally converted into a financial consent order, which is then formalised by the court. I think it's sensible to highlight at this point, Melissa, that there have been recent changes to the rules which now permit the press to report outcomes of final hearings and financial remedy proceedings. They're also permitted to include names and some financial information, which makes these private types of ADR much more favourable options. Absolutely. I think it may be more important than ever for many couples to use these ADR methods so that they can retain control and hopefully resolve matters in private. Certainly now in any Children Act application before the court, the courts are actually writing to couples to let them know that mediation is an option before they've even attended their first hearing. So there really is a push from everybody in the family law community to try and get people to consider these alternative dispute resolution methods. Absolutely, Melissa. So that's all from us for today. Please do join us for our next podcast in the series on Wednesday, the 30th of November. We'll be discussing the new divorce process and some frequently asked questions. If you need assistance with anything family law related, please do contact our family team here at Bindman's on info at bindmans.com or by calling 0207 833 Thanks for listening.